0: Splash Unicorn presents... the big rich movie. The Sports Shit Show! everybody, it's your dude Splat. How's that fucking going out there in the Splat universe? How are my little sports fans doing this evening? Hopefully you had a great weekend with sports. Your team won. Uh, and all that jive. Um, as you know. As you know, it's that time of the year again. Yes, it's that time of the year. The Browns' season is officially dead. And although it was a up-and-down year, Injury riddled year, a COVID 19 riddled year. I am still a Browns fan. RIP 2021 season. It's a season which we all shall forget. Ups and downs, all arounds. If it wasn't for an injured man, and his need to win. Then I think. We could have made a difference. So I just want to say. They say death's coming three. We had John Madden Monday Tuesday. Uh, on our episode. We had Betty White yesterday on the episode. And today. Rest in peace, Cleveland Browns. Season 2001. You will be missed and forgotten. So, yeah, that's what happened this week. The Browns were eliminated from the playoffs. But what you gonna do? What you gonna fucking do, right? can't have them all. We had a great year last year. Um, there's some things we need to change, Stefanski. Um, you just got to stop calling the plays. But um, they're talking about getting uh, uh, our OC leaving and getting Nagy or somebody. I don't fucking want him. Leave, leave him out of this. <laughs> Uh, a lot of rumors. A lot of rumors. I'm sure the Aaron Rodgers rumors will come. They're talking about him going to Pittsburgh or possibly the Browns. I don't see that happening. But what the fuck do I know, right? But Cavaliers are, let's see. Let's see. uh let's see what the Cavaliers are doing here in a little bit. Um. Of course, we have uh, let's head on let's just head on over to the fucking sidelines. Details emerge about uh, Antonio Brown um, went after where Antonio Brown went after quitting on the Bucks. Antonio Brown stripped off his uniform in the middle of the Sunday's game and left the field and apparently the star wide receiver could not get away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fast enough. Brown tossed his equipment into the stands at Life Stadium during the third quarter of his team's game against the New York Jets and headed for the tunnel. <clears throat> uh, he waved goodbye to the crowd on his way out. So where did he go? According to Fox Sports announcer Chris Myers, stadium security said a shirtless Brown went into a police car and was taken to the airport. Brown then caught a flight out of New Jersey. There were questions about how Brown would get home from the game after he bailed on his team, but those have now been answered. The Bucs were trailing 24-10 at this time of Brown's surreal meltdown, but they came back to win 28-24. Brown had three catches for 26 yards before he exited. Uh, Bucks head coach uh, Bruce Arians said after the game that Brown is no longer with the team. It's unclear that, uh, what set Brown off, but one report claimed that he was benched by Arians before he left the stadium. Uh, Brown was recently welcomed back to the Bucks after serving three-game uh, suspension for turning in a fake COVID vaccination card. He was expected to play a huge role down the stretch with Chris Godwin injured and out for the season. Tom Brady, who pushed for Tampa Bay to sign Brown last year, shared his thoughts on the situation after the game. Yeah, well, you know, Tony Brown's, they're going to—they're calling it mental issues, but uh, maybe it is. Maybe it's from getting hit a lot. But that's the price you pay when you go into football, really. I mean... Uh, Is it a mental thing or is he just a fucking idiot or a douchebag? This doesn't mean that just because you go off the rails and do some stupid shit doesn't that, that would make me a mental case, which some will argue. Um, I've been smacked in the head. I've been, I fell out of a car. I've done, I've been jumped and bashed my head in the ground. Maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe Antonio Brown's fucked up or maybe he just don't give a fuck. (laughs) We ever think about that? Does it always have to be a mental issue thing? And, and people that know me know I'm serious about the mental uh, mental uh, health problem in sports or whatever. Normal life, period. Mental health, period. There should be any label on where it is and what it contains to. It should just say mental health, period, no matter what. Uh, he's never bothered to get help. Um, Do we blame sexual assaults on his fucking alleged sexual assaults on his fucking uh, CTE or whatever? Come on, guys. Quit quit giving him a scapegoat. And maybe he it's like if you keep fucking, um, if your kid's a piece of shit and you keep giving excuses why he's a piece of shit, then he's never going to fucking learn what a piece of shit isn't. If that makes any sense. But if it is a mental health issue, go get some fucking help, dum-dum, because you've had plenty of chances to get your life fucking on the right track. And you fucked it up before you could have made a mill? Get the fuck out. He don't give a fuck. Shaquille O'Neal once spent $9 million in a day when he first came to L.A. Uh, when I saw my check with $10.9 million and I spent $9 million, boy, was I upset with myself, I really- really was. Shaquille O'Neal is one of the richest NBA players in the world. Having been retired for over 10 years now, Shaq has been able to amass a fortune over his long career. Most of his money comes from his endorsement deal, while the rest of it is from the nearly his 20-year career playing in the NBA. But O'Neal wasn't always this careful when it comes to his money. In fact, He's very reckless with his money in the past. In a recent interview, Shaq revealed that he blew a lot of money when he first moved to Los Angeles. After four years in Orlando, Shaq didn't realize how different taxation laws would be in California. Democrats. After signing a big contract with Lakers, Shaq wanted to spend more money and indulge in some luxuries. O'Neal went a little overboard, spending nine million of his twenty million per season deal. But when Shaq realized that it was going to be taxed a little over fifty percent, uh, that meant that he had effectively spent all of his money in a day. So now, when I first when I first came to to get to L.A., uh, listen, 120 though seven years. That's right. Uh, I made twenty million a year, something like that. So I got to L.A. now. And I got uh, I got a flaw scary. I'm going over and over looking at the matches in the hills. And how much is this for me? Cash? How much is it a Rolls Royce? Three hundred thousand? dollars give me three of them. Another million. Just straight cash. You spent your whole first year salary. No twenty million dollars I spent about ten. So when you saw a check and ten million dollars, I had ten spent how many years. Boy, I was upset with myself, I really was. It's the worst. It's the worst shack impression, but that's what you get. <laughs> that was terrible, Splunk. That was terrible. MMA fighter barred from competing in organization due to Nazi tattoos. Ooh, freedom of expression is no longer allowed. <laughs> Not that I condone Nazi tattoos. <laughs> uh, David Pollock makes his opinion on Kirk Herb Street very clear. Oh boy. ESPN college football analyst David, ooh, fucking cocksucker! Oh good. David Pollack made his opinion clear on Curb Herbstreet's extremely clear following Saturday's controversy. Herbstreet, who played collegiately at Ohio State before getting into the sports media, faced criticism for what he said about players that opts out. The longtime ESPN college football analyst look last later took to Twitter to defend himself. Uh, just wanted to clarify some of my comments from earlier. Uh, of course, some players love the game the same today as ever, but some don't. I'll always love the players of this game, and sorry if your people thought I generalized or lumped them all into one category. Understand Let me put it this way: that, yeah. Every coach that I talk to in a country, when I'm breaking down, a, you know, a roster, I'm going over there too deep, in a production meeting. And one of the things they'll say to me on a guy that, like Nakobe uh, Dean, this guy loves, loves ball, football. right? And I'll be like, when they first started to say that to me, I was like, y- yeah, yeah, of course. But now I'm starting right. to realize, like, no, this guy's a gym rat. Like, he'd be here, even if we didn't ask him to be here, he'd be here. And that's becoming more rare. Exactly. And the reason that's becoming more rare is they have so many distractions. You know, they have this, and they have video games, and they just don't grow up with the same passion, I think we had. There's some that still do, but I don't think as many. And that's what Herb said. I don't see anything egregious there. Um, uh, you're either you're either with the side that the players opt out because maybe they're going to the NFL draft or whatever. Then you side with the with the uh, the people, the athletes that you know. Um, the athletes. Uh, <clears throat> We criticize them for not playing in some of these games. And then they get criticized if they do play. Some of them don't want to get injured. It happened at Old Miss. Um, and then, of course, this is what, uh, what's his name, David uh, Pollock said. Pollock took to Twitter to defend his longtime colleague. I can speak to my 10 years being around Kirk Herbstreet. He cares about the sport of football more than anyone I've ever met. He's constantly trying to make it better. He has pulled me aside many a times and talked about ways we could make the game better, he tweeted. There's no doubting Kurt Herbstreit's love of college football, and that's not what uh, Kirk Kirk was saying. However, many people need to start loving college football players as much as they love the sport as a whole. All he's saying is if you really love football and you'll be there for your team no matter what your status is as far as going into the draft or you want to opt out, this or that, don't quit on your fucking team. I get it. But then again, what if you get injured and you ruin your NFL career? I don't know. It's a dilemma of the ages. It's been around since I was a kid. Fisher's mom begs Hoosiers to get vaccinated after son with serious medical concerns contracts virus. Okay. I don't know what that has to do with the Hoosiers. Ben Roethlisberger's ben- emotional message to Steeler fan: Who gives a fuck? I'm not even giving this any fuck it. fucking... You know what? Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. Fuck the Steelers. I'm not giving this... Mother, this is the only time I'll be a fucking asshole. I'm not giving any of these bitches any fucking credit for shit. I don't give a fuck if he won eight Super Bowls. Fuck him and fuck the Steelers. Fuck Mike Tomlin tripping players and cheating in ways... Fuck the Rooneys, Fuck them all. I just don't give a fuck about the Steelers anymore. Am I bitter? Fucking A-right I am. Fuck them. And all this praise Big Ben was getting last night, just because the points said different, but his he, beat, he fucking broke a record of 46 fucking passing attempts with only 23 yards. But they said Baker Mayfield had the shit night. He had 185 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> fuck you all that's the, you know if that wasn't for that them praising him and bashing make baker all day a couple days fuck him i don't care ben roethlisberger you're a piece of shit that rapes women you're a piece of shit that can't drive a fucking motorcycle go fuck yourself Steelers, go fuck yourselves all right i'm done mallorina nichols reacts to tristan thompson's paternity results he is the father and he apologized to chloe Kardashian. we don't give a fuck here Officials stole bowl win from SEC team. Paul Finnaman says, fuck off. <laughs> it's over. There's nothing you can do about it. Three possible car numbers for Joe Gibbs Racing. Let's see what they are. Um, Joe Gibbs Racing is planned to downsize from uh, four cars to three for the 2022 NASCAR Xfinity Series season. Uh, what number will be used for the star car? Joe Gibbs Racing uh, ran four cars in the NASCAR Xfinity Series in 2020 and 2021 seasons, but prior to that, they had run just three in, enter, entries at the spot's second highest level. In 2022, they planned to downsize and return to a three-car operations again using two cars, for, full, for full-time drivers, and won the star car for multiple drivers. The only confirmed driver for the team for 2022 is Brandon Jones. Let's go, Brandon, who is set to return for a fifth straight season behind the wheel of the 19 uh, Toyota. He's assumed but not confirmed that Ty Gibbs is set to join the team as their second full-time driver. Depending on what number is used for Gibbs entry, then what number will be used for the team's star car? Possibly car numbers for Joe Gibbs Racing number one, number 54 Toyota. Joe Gibbs uh, Racing brought back the n- number 54 Toyota for the first time since 2015 when they expanded from the three cars to four in 2020. and The car has been used as a car- star car ever since. So it's quite possible that the car number will return to 2022. But with them set to downsize from four cars to three cars uh, for two thousand twenty-two, it is very possible that they will eliminate the number fifty-four Toyota and instead of using former star car number for their star car next year. That is a little confusing. <laughs> Even if they do retain the number fifty-four, it is possible that it will be Gibbs behind the wheel in a full-time capacity considering the success he had there as a rookie in 2021 which would give him the star car another number regardless these two scenarios would leave the two other numbers possibilities for the possible car number two i don't know racing is coming up though we're probably gonna have a daytona 500 special something like that going on i'm sure before Uh, jimmy butler has helped off the court after going down with devastating ankle injury oh boy Drew McIntyre could be out for a long time in the WWE world. <laughs> LeBron James wants high school basketball to use 35-second shot clock. Okay, well, can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. I said I have some time. Did see DJ Stroud take a shot at players who opted out of Rose Bowl? a very good question. Um, While the Ohio State football team proved victorious over Utah in an absolutely thrilling Rose Bowl Heisman Trophy final, CJ Stroud may have taken a shot at some of his Buckeye teammates for opting out of the game. Odds are he was merely discussing those who were playing in the game rather than taking a shot at his teammates who skipped. Nonetheless, the timing was a bit odd. Just kind of piggyback in um, Kirk Herbstreit's comments, despite being down for elite players, including wide receivers Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Stroud had a phenomenal carving up the uh, phenomenal game, carving up the Utah defense. Stroud completed thirty-seven to forty-six passes for five hundred and seventy-three yards, six touchdowns, and a pick. Even with true freshman Marvin Harrison Jr. stepping up big time and Jackson smith Nijigba being otherworldly. Stroud seemed a bit miffed after the game. This is the Rose Bowl, man, said Stroud. This is where the legendary games are being played. If you aren't motivated to play, I question your love of the game. Exactly what Kirk Herbstreit said. Amen, CJ. Ohio State football QB say it may have thrown his teammates under the bus. Stress may be, uh, Stroud may be only a redshirt freshman, but he could potentially be the same situation as some of his former teammates. We're entering this past bowl season if he has another outstanding year in the Big Ten, Straub would be a top ten pick and potentially a deep twenty twenty three NFL draft class through the Rose Bowl, maybe the granddaddy of them all. The times they are changing in college football. Amen. Um UFC free fight videos. Show O'Malley sends Dana White Snoop Dogg into frenzy with Contender series. Oh boy. Deshaun Jackson was ordered to take off John Madden tribute cleats before game. Fuck the NFL for that. Fuck you. Whoever came up with that fucking rule, this man should be on the jerseys of every jersey, every cleat, every fucking whatever, sign in every stadium for the next, next fucking month. Fuck the NFL for that. Deshaun Johnson, you should have took the fine. Uh, Rajon Rondo was happy to be traded away from Los Angeles, to uh, The Lakers finally got wheeling and dealing this week and made a an, uh, move on the trade market. It was a small move, but one that will impact both teams and players involved. They shipped off Rajon Rondo to Cleveland Cavaliers, baby, in exchange for Denzel Valentine, who they are expected to waive to create an open roster spot. The moves come just after Cavs announced that Ricky Rubio, who was having a great fucking season, had sustained a season-ending ACL on his left knee, while Rondo might not have had a lot of opportunity for playing time with the Lakers. That should be changing. Well, come on, Rondo. Do something for us. Um, Where we stand one month into the lockout, and we're still, we're still standing, waiting for the players to play. Here comes the spring train. Where's Dan? Is it going to be a training day? <laughs> uh, good riddance to, to Big Ben. That's the best fucking headline I've read all day. Former Ohio State player reveals thread, threat Urban uh, Meyer made. Oh, God, here we fucking go. All of a sudden, they come out now. When the fucking shit's hit, when you get a man down, let's make up some bullshit. Uh, bad, uh, bad headlines continue to pour in you think uh, Urban Meyer even gives a fuck <laughs> on Saturday former Ohio State football player Marcus Williamson oh boy where's he these days revealed that he had retired from the game Williamson had one of the several Ohio State scholarship players to not make the trip to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl against Utah huh. Williamson Went on a bit of a tirade. Revealing some notable facts from his time at Ohio State. As a 17-year-old early enrollee, Urban Meyer told me he'd ruin my fucking life if he ever caught me smoking. Yeah, uh, my coach said that to me too, when he caught me smoking. That's what we're bitching about here? Wow. Wow. Go fuck yourself, Williamson. Go fucking suck a dick, you piece of shit. That's what you're fucking bitching about? That's what you're getting your fucking name in the fucking headlines for? Because he said he'd ruin your fucking... Do you motherfuckers take everything to fucking heart? Or what? How soft are football players becoming? You guys are fucking sad, sick, crying little bitches. Not all of yous, but the majority of yous are becoming fucking soft. I stand behind Urban fucking Meyer. And if you got a problem with that fucking right in the show and tell me how you feel splat you in at gmail.com motherfuckers that's splats you in a corner at gmail.com if you got a fucking problem with it houston rockets kevin porter jr leaves the arena after halftime confrontation um five uh major league baseball teams that will be worse well hopefully we get to play expert Mike's Tomlin sets Renafal record with 15 consecutive nine losing seasons to begin. Oh, sorry. I almost threw up. No, actually it's just a hiccup. <laughs> Paul Heyman reunites with Brock Lesnar on raw says Roman Reigns got COVID 19 without him. <laughs> Five reasons why Alabama win. Oh, well, we already, we already know that. Although I hope Georgia wins. Fuck Alabama. Uh, Dustin Poirier confirms that he will honor $20,000 donation to charity of Charles Alvarez choosing. Shaquille O'Neal gifted 1000 um PlayStation 5s and Nintendo Switches to underprivileged kids on Christmas. Buccaneers have not yet released Antonio Brown for one key reason. Boy, they got to pay him. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have made it clear that Antonio Brown is finished as a member of the organization as of Monday night. However, he will. He still was at least officially the Buccaneers did not release Brown on Monday, one day after the wide receiver bizarre sideline meltdown against the Jets. That does not mean the organization organization, uh, has had a change of heart. The Buccaneers are in communication with the NFL about how to handle this release. Sure, we'll hear plenty about it. Steve Nash benches entire Brooklyn's starting starting lineup in blowout loss. <laughs> hey, doesn't Kyrie come back tonight? He beat the system. He said, "Fuck you, I'll hold out until you need me." Former Major League Baseball pitcher reveals he has a terminal illness. Okay. <clears throat> Nate Diaz, training partner, gets brutally honest on Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul boxing match. God, I hope that happens. Please let that happen. Mercedes cryptic tweet appears to confirm Lewis Hamilton's retirement decision. Ooh, oh, golden boy retiring in 2022. Bears have made a decision on Matt Nagy's future. Oh, boy. Chicago Bears showed a lot of fight in their win over uh, Seattle Seahawks last week, uh, leading the some speculation that head coach might keep his job heading into that. Hopefully not. Ian Rapp reported of NFL Media reported on Sunday that the Bears have decided they will fire Nagy after the season. Bow fucking time. Teams are permitted under the rules to begin interviewing head coach candidates during the final. I know the Browns are talking about picking up for an OC. I hope not. Anyway, fire that motherfucker. I've been saying it the whole season. <clears throat> Matt Corral receives update after scary injury in Sugar Bowl. That's the kid I was talking about, right, from Old Miss? Uh, players in Corral's position often opt out of injury uh, due of, to avoid injury that could hinder their draft stock. Uh, for Corral, that became a reality. On Saturday night, Corral was injured early in Sugar Bowl against Baylor. His ankle was rolled up on. And he was carted off to the locker room after limping his way off the field. Coral later returned to the sideline on crutches, according to the Athletics' David Ubin. Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin said that the Corals' x-ray came back negative. That is a great sign for Coral and as a serious injury could have significantly hindered his draft stock. Yeah, it could have. Poor golfer has an absolute mare on the edge of the bunker. (laughs) Um, Kurt Schilling wouldn't wear a red Sox cap on his Hall of Fame plaque. Well, what did he wear? Well, I mean, he's not in there yet. Dean Sanders, Hugh Jackson, and NBCU coaches could capitalize from comments by Herb Street. Uh, Jalen Ramsey throws a punch at teammate Taylor Rapp in Rams huddle. Good God! I didn't see that. It's a video, so you won't understand it. But go Google that. Fans receive 10,000 scholarship after alerting Canucks employee to mel- melanoma. Michael Jordan apologizes Scotty Scottie Pippen for including his controversial refusal to play. Uh, is this the last dance thing? Sorry, my internet's super slow today. Super slow. And I have the best internet out there, fuckers. Uh, refusal to play against the Knicks with 1.8 uh, 8 seconds left at 94 on the last dance. Uh, contrary to what all the all of us thought about Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's relationship, they weren't the best of friends off the court. His arrogance and his incredible sidekick were both something special on the floor, but after the games ended, uh, they were like two regular co-workers and not the good friends everybody thought they were. Yeah, we know. And what's oh, MJ sorry? Ugh. Thank God. Thank God we got that over with. Uh, Alina Svitolina explains how getting married to Gail Monfils helped her. Uh, Monday morning, Michigan's ugly loss reflects a few unfortunate truths in college football. Uh, That that ranking's got to go. Cubs mourn loss of Larry Bittner. RIP, buddy. Considering the latest MLB Hall of Fame announcement. That doesn't tell us anything. Six men were elected to the Hall of Fame earlier this month, which is unquestionably a good thing. The Hall is meant to honor people. After all, it is always sad when the voters decide nobody is worth honoring. But as usual, when it comes to the Cooper's Town, the selections are tinged with sadness, frustration, and downright hypocrisy. Take, uh, take, for instance, the long overdue elections of Minnie Minoso and Buck O'Neill. Minoso was a tremendous all around player and a pioneer, regardless as the Latino. Regarded as the Latino Jackie Robinson, his case should be, have been slam dunk, but instead he has repeatedly passed over for election, including the year before his death. Despite living a long life that lasted over for at least 89 years, his true birthday remains in question. He passed away before belatedly, belatedly getting the call. Well, fuck that. You know, these, these fucking Hall of Fames are assholes. Herschel Walker posts probably drunken video blasting Democratic policies and new. In New Year's message... Okay. Politics and sports. That's all we need. (laughs) NFL made me take off my Madden cleats. That's bullshit. Fuck the NFL. I'm so mad about that right now. Team... NASCAR team thought they had approval for Let's Go Brandon sponsor, and they do not. (laughs) Oh, well... (laughs) Scott Coker offers Jake Paul a home in MMA if you want to come into MMA. Headcase Kevin Porter Jr. ditched Rockets at halftime halftime of loss, drove home. Oh, look, does he have mental issues? Did he get hit in the head during a basketball game? Why are we not talking about this? okay we have the nfl playoff schedule saturday january 15th you know what i'll give you those let's just uh, since we're here and talking about upcoming games let's just give you the upcoming games this week and then i'll give you the playoff schedule deal deal um of course we have the national championship coming up for college and um uh, yeah it's on Monday. We'll talk about that on the Monday Night Shit Show. Uh Saturday, we have Saturday games this week people. Uh 3:30 we have the Chiefs versus the Broncos. The Chiefs are 11 and 5, Broncos 7 and 9. That's on ESPN uh, ABC ESPN and ESPN Plus. KC is favored by 10. Then we have Dallas, We and Boys Cowboys. They're 11 and 5. And we have the Philadelphia eat brown, drink yellow, wear green, fly eagles, fly at nine and seven. That's at seven fifteen on ABC, ESPN, or ESPN Plus. Dallas, excuse me. The hiccups are um, uh, horrible. Um, Dallas, it, God damn it! Dallas is favored by seven. Sunday, January 9th, at noon, we have the Cincinnati Bungholes at ten and six, and the Cleveland Motherfucking Browns, baby, dog pound <laughs> <laughs> at seven and nine. That's at noon. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's favored by three, of course, which sucks because we're at home. Would you think we would be the favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee Titans eleven and five, Houston Texans four and twelve. That's at noon. Um, Tennessee is favored by ten and a half, and the New England Patriots versus the me 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 Dolphins. Uh, Patriots are ten and six, Dolphins are eight and eight. That's at three twenty five. New England is favored by six and a half. Then we have the Green Bay Packers go pack go versus the Detroit. Lions, Packers are 13-3, and three, best record in the league, and the Lions have the worst, 2-13-1. <laughs> Green Bay, of course, is only favored by two and a half, I, maybe they're going to set their starters, I don't know. Chicago Bears, 6-10, and ten, and Minnesota, scow- or whatever the fuck they say, Vikings, 7-9, and nine. that's at noon. Uh, Minnesota is favored by two and a half. The Washington soon-to-be admirals, or so, I think it's going to be Washington Washington Admirals, but I could be wrong. Uh, they're six and ten. Giants are four and twelve. That's at noon. Washington is favored by six and a half. The Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts are nine and seven. The Jaguars are two and fourteen. That's at noon. The Colts. Fifteen and a half favorite. Ooh, that's a scary thought. Um, the Queer's, 8-7-and-1, still in it, uh, versus the Baltimore Shitbirds, 8-and-8. Eight eight. That's at noon. Baltimore's favorite by five and a half. and uh, The Norlean Saints, Norlean Saints, 8-and-8. Atlanta Falcons, 7-and-9. Three twenty-five. New Orleans is favored by four and a half. Oh, then we have the New York Jets. New York Jets. We have the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. The Jets four and twelve. The Bills ten and six. That's a three twenty-five. Buffalo is favored by six and a half, sixteen and a half. My bet. Then you have San Francisco Treats, 49ers, 9-7, and the LA Rams, 12-4. And that's a 325. Rams are favored by four points. Son of a biscuit. Um Seattle Seahawks, six and ten versus the Cardinals, eleven and five. Uh, That's at 325. Arizona is favored by six and a half. Surprised it's not a little bigger. I'm not talking about their penis. (laughs) God damn it, Spy! You got to be so vulgar. Yep. (coughs) Um. Then we have the Carolina Panthers at five and eleven. Versus the Buccaneers at 4 and 12. That's at 325. Buccaneers are favored by 8 points. And then Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have the Chargers versus the Raiders. Both at 9 and 7. That's at 720 on NBC Sunday night. Chargers are favored by 3. So why we're here? Let's look at the playoff schedule. Well, teams to be announced, but uh, but here's the schedule for whatever teams are playing. I guess we'll have that determined after the next week, after this weekend. NFL playoff schedule goes as planned. Sanu- Saturday, January fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two teams to be announced, the wild card round, the time will be 4.35 and the TV channel will t- is to be announced, so this is okay, so you're just giving us the days or the schedule, okay, wild card round two, 8.15 to be, and then Sunday the 16th, wild card round, Time the time is at one, uh, wild card round, time is at 4.40, wild card round, 8.15, so we have three games on Sunday, January 16th. Then Monday, January 17th, we have wildcard rounds at 8.15 on ESPN. Then January 22nd, 2022, (laughs) 2022, 2022. This will be your divisional round. Um, Okay. I'll just have to give you the dates for the divisional rounds. There's two. There's the times are to be announced, and then Sunday, January twenty third, divisional round. January third is AFC championship game and NFC championship game. Then, of course, Sunday, February thirteenth, Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, bitches. Um. Um, Packers coach Mike LaFleur makes NFL history during win over Vikings. LaFleur, LaFleur, LaFleur. Sunday night win over Minnesota Vikings clinched number one seed in the NFC for the Green Bay Packers. The 37-10 victory created history-making moments for both the team and head coach. The Packers improved to 13-3, and entering the final game of the regular season. The Sunday night's win, they became the first team in the NFL history to to win at least 13 games in three straight seasons. Uh, the Packers have won their five, five straight games and will finish the season next to su- next Sunday in Detroit against the Lions. Matt LeFleur became the winningest coach in the NFL history over his first three seasons. He's 39-9 and nine overall in the regular season since taking over in 2019. The Packers have had a first-round bye in the postseason in all three of his seasons as coach. The Packers can get 14 3, 14 3, and LeFleur 240 wins in Detroit next week. Good job, Packers. Good job, LeFleur. Matt LeFleur. LeFleur. Um, blues that activate Brandon Skin from IR. Make roster moves. Kobe Bryant once kicked everybody out of a party at Karen Butler's house for a security check. <laughs> hey, I can't blame the guy. Uh, let's see. Antonio Brown puts future in question with shocking display. Yes. Yeah, they just repeat themselves at this point. Uh, 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 uh. Robin Griffin III drops truth bomb over wide receiver Jackson Smith after clutch. Okay, what's the truth bomb? <laughs> It's a good day to be an Ohio State Buckeyes fan. The program managed to dig itself out of an early deficit in the Rose Bowl against the Utah Utes. The Utes. What's a Ute? <laughs> My cousin Vinny. To pull off any unfor- an unforgettable 48-45 win Saturday night that made the win even more memorable was the record-setting performance by sophomore wide receiver Jackson Smith Jigba. Highlighted by an insane touchdown grab late in the game off a pass from quarterback CJ Stroud that was amazing I can't get enough of watching those highlights <clears throat> it was an amazing game good job for him 336, 46 yards or something like that I don't know, my internet just went out again, so give me a second. <laughs> oh, tablets, phones, tablets. Um, it never says what does Robert III say about it. What does it say about it, man? I never said nothing. Oh. Jackson Smith Nick Jugba is a problem. Thirteen cat, yes he is. <laughs> AFC execs makes bold proclamation about Chiefs playoff chances. Oh boy. College football world reacts to Nick Saban's honest admission. What's his what's that? You can count Alabama head coach Nick Saban among the many higher ups in college football who wasn't exactly eager to see the college football playoff expanded. Oh boy. I think it should go to twelve. But what do I know? Cowboys robbed a fumble against Cardinals. Yes, we know that. Now Harris reacts to what he heard on his final touchdown. Who cares? Fuck them. Yes, I hate them. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) Rick Rick Flair. Woo! Lashes out after Chris Jericho is named the GOAT. The Professional Wrestling. I agree with you, Mr. Flair. (sighs) Oh. Former Ohio State football player has a message for Jameel Hill. A former Ohio State player has a message for Jameel Hill following another former player's accusation against Urban Meyer in the Buckeyes program on Sunday and Saturday. Ex Ohio State football player Marcus Williamson announced that his retirement excuse me. A four-star recruit in 2017 class did not make the trip to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl win over Utah. Uh, Williamson, uh, he's too busy on fucking Twitter, Uh, tirade on Saturday, making one um, damning accusation, it's not really damning, (laughs) former uh, Ohio State uh, quarterback Cordell Jones was among many expert guys to take to Twitter to defend Meyer, exactly, come on now, Jameel, what'd she say, a thread worth reading, also Urban Meyer is a terrible guy, fuck you, cunt, fuck you, I'll ruin your life if you catch you smoking again. How many fucking parents have said that to you? How many coaches have said that to you? How many police officers? eh, This is so stupid. Come on now, Jameel, what's terrible is that you are jumping to all over a story that basically claims a man program is racist with no real facts that yet you ignore all the people and players coming to his aid because of the false allegations. Did Urban and his staff run a very tough competitive program? Absolutely. But allegations of mistreatment and attire around the facility was because of skin color or anything that wasn't related to football or school is bullshit. Get the facts before you try to pass judgment, he added. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Did Urban Meyer and his staff run a Yeah, okay, we already heard that. Uh, Jones played quarterback at Ohio State from 2012 to 2015 as one of many former Buckeyes players to defend the program on social media. Because Urban Meyer has done nothing fucking wrong, except for one time he had his fucking hand up some chick's skirt, and his wife even defended him for that. So I don't. all you people calling people racist from right off the back and go suck a racist dick. Goes you you are becoming racist by calling people racist because you're assuming by what they're doing and what they're saying that it's racist instead of fucking stop stop running your fucking dick feeders for a fucking minute and think about what you're saying. Race doesn't always the race card doesn't have to come into play every fucking time there's a fucking issue with anything. That's all I fucking hear anymore. Stop it. You look stupid when you're pulling a race card for no reason. If it's legit, it's fucking legit. But if you're just saying it to fucking say it, you're a piece of fucking trash, Jameel Hill. Thank you. Raiders Nate Hobbs arrested for DUI. allegedly passed out in his car. Boy, those guys just can't stop drinking, can they? (laughs) Phil, uh, Phil uh, Mickelson weighs in on Golf Magic debate about Black socks, horn and golf. Who gives a fuck? That's what you're fucking worried about? Is golf that fucking boring? <sighs> this Maverick Nets trade lands Kyrie Irving in Dallas. Huh? Huh? There isn't a team without a better record conference within the Brooklyn Nets, who are 20-8 are riding a three-game win streak. The team has been led by their superstar, Kevin Durant, but the Black Cream has not appeared. In the, the Nets have managed to get the job done without Kyrie Irving appearing in any of their regular season games to start the season, who remains sidelined to his noncompliance with the New York City blah-blah-blah mandate. There has been growing concern of Omicron variant, and while the NBA is reducing the potential timetable for return when testing positive for 10 days to 5 days, Irving still can't play at Barclays Center, Madison Square Garden, or blah, blah, blah. Despite the trouble, trend of positive tests. It's also worth mentioning, is he getting traded or what? Okay, yeah, there's only talks. You could have just fucking said that in the beginning. It's just getting aggravating sometimes. Georgia Bulldogs, Stetton's Benton, says he's not. it's not his job to be a savior by winning a national championship. <laughs> Way to take the fucking team on your back, buddy. What a piece of shit for saying that. I think we're going to wrap it up, folks. I think we're going to wrap this shit up. Um, thanks for sticking with me. I hope everybody had a good New Year's over the weekend. Uh, thanks for stopping by the show and listening to me rant about a bunch of shit. Uh, join us next week on Monday. Could be the last Monday night show without some special playoff editions or something. I don't know. We we fly by the seat of our pants here at Splats Unicorna Shit Show, or the regular one. I'll be honest with you. But join us Monday here. Uh, join us Wednesday there at the Splats Unicorner Podcast, and then back here on Thursday. All right, folks. Be safe out there. Go Browns. One last week. Go fucking Browns. Fuck the Steelers. I hope they don't get in. Um, what else is there? Go Georgia. Uh, anything else? Go Cavs. Go Cavs. At least they're doing something correct. Uh, other than that, stay high. Stay fly. Peace and love and the holy smoking, uh, smoke above. <laughs> Happy 2022, bitches. I'm out.